welcome to the James and Shannon Show, the podcast with no plan and no structure. I'm James and he is Shannon. How the heck are you doing, Shannon? I am not so bad. How are you? Good, good. I wonder how many times I've said that. Uh, um, well, hopefully someone can email in and tell us like that elusive email that we're still waiting for. Yeah, it's just one of those responses you don't necessarily like come in prepared or think about. It's just, it could be automatic. We did get in. Somebody says, oh, good morning. Oh, how are you going? You're like, oh, yeah, good. How are you? Good, thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and then you can uh, never see them again. Yeah. Oh, what's the old classic that you see in like skits where they're like, um, enjoy your coffee. It's like, you too. Oh, sh-. Yeah. TikTok's full of those. No, I don't watch, but uh, I do. Uh, speaking of TikTok, I found it's good for a maybe a surprising topic. Yeah. Um, Chris Kringle gifts. Uh, I know about brainstorm ideas. We're getting to that time of year again. Do you often, you know, when you come to, you know, when you get need someone a gift, you're like, male 39 gift. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> and then they always bring you to those silly sites where it's like, Gizmos. Oh, it's like 30 gizmos run for $30 for 30 year olds. It's really, um, it's just like. They're, they're normally like the worst gifts as well. Mm. I, I don't know about you. I'm actually like quite a good gift shopper, but I tend to find things like when I'm not looking for them. Mm. So it's, it's kind of like I saw a t shirt the other day that I thought would be like, it's it would be for like one of those people that absolutely like loves Die Hard and claims the Christmas movie, which is not. But um, it was like a Nakato, Nakatomi Plaza Christmas t shirt. I'm like, oh, they'd love that. I had Die Hard, uh, and I just looked down there, I have Die Hard on Nintendo. Oh. It was pretty good. How old are you? Uh, <laughs> uh, I was born in the 80s. You were as well? I was, yeah. Uh, well, I'm 39. Yeah, we discussed this last week, mm. I think. Yeah. But anyway, back to Chris Kringles. Oh, what about Die Hard? Is it a Christmas movie? That you just, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of it as a Christmas movie. I know people will say, oh, it's at Christmas time, he's trying to get home to his family. What, is, don't, a, what is a Christmas movie just like, is it, is it, but is it, is it, uh, yeah, does it have to be set in Christmas? I feel like, about Christmas. I feel like it's got to be set at Christmas, so it's got to be a bit more Christmas than just being set at Christmas. And I feel like that's the problem with Die Hard in my view, it's just set at Christmas time. Did you watch that recent one where the Santa Claus went around killing everyone? Like he was involved in some sort of hostage situation and he had to kill all of the... Uh, uh, no, but that's out on Netflix now, I believe. It's basically like Die Hard, but with Santa Claus. Well, see, Santa's the main character there. We'll set at Christmas. His name was uh, Woos Brillis, I think. <laughs> no, uh, it, uh, it was set at Christmas, yes. Yeah. Uh, Die Hard, or I don't know, people have definitely cashed in on the Die Hard thing. You can get a Hans Grudler... Advent calendar where like each day you move him down like another floor. Oh yeah, what when he's falling? Yeah, uh, so like it's a pretty cool concept, but yeah, um, I, I think I feel there's more argument that Home Alone's potentially a Christmas baby. Donald Trump's Home Alone. Donald, yeah, back before he was president, mm. probably he was still outrageous, probably, but didn't have a platform to do it. I guess he was always mega rich, mega rich, or at least yeah. bit out there. Yeah, pre pre apprentice as well. Yeah, pre-Domino's ads or possibly after Domino's ads, I'm not sure. Uh, I feel he could have been in like those kind of cheesy, uh, yeah, cheesy pizza. I mean, he definitely was in the ads. Yeah. But I just don't know where that chronologically sits with his Home Alone appearance. Mm. It, it sounds like, if you read up on him, he sounds like he's effectively just a crook. <laughs> he's been bankrupt. Well, Alleged. Alleged, yeah. Is it, I guess it's a bit like one of those situations where they just keep going bankrupt and phoenixing... New ideas. It's kind of like knowing how to work the system. Yeah, it leaves a bit of a trail of destruction in their wake. Yeah, it sucks for anyone that like if they 
say had money invested and or you know mm. savings and uh, those. How do they then get more money again? Do they just get investors again? I feel like it's not because it's because they like personally don't go bankrupt. It's mm. not like the company does. Oh yeah, so like they're probably not stopped from being able to mm. run a company or. And then the way you can structure companies these days, you can pretty much just you know structure it however you want and yeah. Um, there was that interesting trend a while ago that people like it was people in like their twenties that were going on like mega holidays and spending all their money, then just declaring bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were trying to like sell it as a lifestyle, but uh, I feel like they would have so many ramifications as an individual. I think that, though that um, in us, I think though that Kanye faced jail for bankruptcy as well, because uh, I just saw I just saw a thing that um, Lucas Neal, former Socceroo, was going through a seven year bankruptcy type trial and uh, avoided jail. They said. Okay, so we're, I don't know. Could depend on the circumstance, but surely if it's like malicious or intentional, intentional bankruptcy, like I yeah. feel like that is jail worthy. Yeah, because you can't, eat, or at least they need to read work the law. If that's, it's like, yeah, the amount of things you see though, with like declaring bankruptcy just ruins you, basically, finance wise. But then like I remember this article where by some finance company, I don't know, like it's not that hard. Mm. So I'm not willing to try it. Though. No, I don't see the point in going back to starting from scratch. As much as a mega holiday would be fun. Yeah, well, you get to have that opportunity if you, um, if you have a if you have a baby. No, oh, well, declare bankruptcy. Yeah, well, no, you get to start from scratch again because there goes all your money. Yeah, pretty hard <laughs> money, time, everything that's <laughs> yeah. Up so, it. so it's like a bit of a reset. And I guess it's a long term game for a tr- for a future slave. Mm. Well, I, I mean, once you, uh, yeah, I mean, how young can you start working at McDonald's these days? I think it's 13 and a half. I'm pretty sure when I've been to McDonald's recently, my at my local, uh, so it's not my nearest one, but it's the one I go to because it's yep. convenient. Um, the, I feel like the kids are getting younger and younger. I know I'm probably getting older, but like they they seem like they're, I feel like they're, I, I feel like, like I was 16, 15. Yeah. I feel like when I see like high schoolers now, they definitely like look younger, but I think, it, I feel like it's a perspective thing. I'm, I feel like because then I look at pictures of when like, I was in high school, I was like, oh yeah, like I definitely looked that young as well. This is not necessarily that for me. Like I, I don't necessarily think kids in general were looking younger. I just feel specifically my McDonald's has employed very, very young kids. <laughs> Maybe they go the real base. Maybe that's the cheapest you can get. Yeah, because you know how in those pay scales, where how it was low, it was less the younger you were. Yeah. Well, certainly when I first did uh, night fill at a supermarket, it, it was lower down to whatever the minimum was, twelve, I think. Uh, or was it? Is it age twelve or twelve dollars? Um, I think I was on twelve dollars at the time, uh, but uh, that was I think it was seventeen or eighteen. I wonder what the base pay would be now. Um, yeah, because I've had a few like increases. Like even like I remember like when we first started work, but when I first started working, like graduates, I feel were on like forty thousand a year. Is now they're up to like six for sixty five. Maybe next time I go through the drive through, I'll ask. Yeah, how old are you? How old are you and what do you earn? This is not a sexual advance. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> I love it. Arnie, Arnie, he's made a few good Christmas movies. Uh, yes. All the way. So where, what did we get? What did we digress from? Uh, Chris Kringle presents. Die Hard, not a, is or isn't a movie. I don't really mind. Gift giving. I don't, I don't, I don't get, um, I don't get hung up on Die Hard. I, it, feel, it feels like you are very, uh, vehemently against i tend to take stances when people try to push them in my face that's the opposite be like a contrarian yeah pretty i'm much. like that and then i double down and it's very hard to backtrack on things i'll admit people might be here too deep it's like no no i can't do this now this is like a friend who doesn't like a wwe 
and then uh, uh, was forced to, you know, just hate it to the absolute nth degree. Made too many outrageous comments. Yeah. But then we convinced him to actually come along with us when it comes to Earth. Hopefully there's not a fair thing. Mm, see, do you think CM Punk is going to be there? Oh, that would be nice. I did see there was an article in the paper that said CM Punk, but I feel like they plot they kind of put a picture of it. They made it. They said May. Yeah, like they didn't have any information. That's mega speculation. Yeah. Do you know what his favorite drink is? Um, what Pepsi? Yeah, he's got a Pepsi tattoo. Does he drink Pepsi Max or Pepsi? Uh, I believe it's straight up Pepsi. But oh, who knows. We'll have to ask him when he goes to Perth. I did see a guy walking as I was walking home today with a, a block of 30 cans of Pepsi Pepsi Standard. Uh, uh, that's pretty good. It'd be pretty smashing if you're right now, I reckon. You may already know this, but I, was, I, I know I did, then I forgot. But I like, kind of like, you know, you like forget things and you read them again. You go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And you kind of relearn them. Mm. And there was a thing about how ages ago, there was uh, Pepsi actually set up like that Yum Foods conglomerate, which owns like Pizza Hut, mm-hmm. KFC, Taco Bell. Because it was cheaper for them to create a whole new business that sold exclusively Pepsi drinks than it was to try and get them into existing, uh, like fast food stores. Because well, so they invented, uh, so they own those. Yeah, so they say KFC. Oh, I'm pretty sure KFC fits into Yum as well. Surely KFC was invented before that. It may have been, but Yum may have purchased it like oh, into okay. the. Well, is Yum the same thing as uh, you know when you go to a pub sometimes and it's got the the QR code and you log on. Or is that that's probably something different? Yeah, I, I assume so. Oh, yeah, I think that's Mister Yum. Different. I think that's yeah. Mister Yum actually. Yeah, but um, that's why you often see like they'll have like Taco Bell and KFC under the same roof mm. as well. They're actually because of the joint ownership. Okay, I don't know how it works with franchisees and stuff like that. So it's getting complicated. But pretty yeah. sure there is. Ta- I'm pretty sure one of our few Taco Bells in Perth is next to a KFC. It is. Mm. Well, I think of coincidence. Yeah. I think not. No, I think based on what you're saying, they probably own all the land. But yeah, so I found that sort of quite interesting. Just had a little sip and a little sip of sip. Do you do that thing when you drink? I felt you do. Yeah, it's but it's it's. I think it's a learned behaviour. I don't think it's actual. We'll have to start checking, but like monitoring babies from a very young age. Mm. See, like when they start doing it. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're they're the uh, what do you call it? The base, the uh, the control. Yeah, of the because now that I've if you put them in a family that doesn't get. Do they still learn it? Yeah, nature versus nurture of that. Yeah. yeah. They're going to have to be like very controlled. They're not going to be able to leave the house. And, you know, the languages and, and other countries, is like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> is, that, is that the French one? Something. I don't know. Um, so what was the, where did we get, where did we get to? We could Die Hard movies, Christmas. Chris Krugel was where we started. Chris Google. okay. So, um, yeah, oh, we were looking up presents, weren't we? Yeah. Silly, silly. Uh, I, like, I find like so often you get like useless presents. They're not like they tend to be ones that just end up in a cupboard. Um, you know, I, I I I didn't mean to, but um, I set the bar for for my my family, and then they I think I think because I was really good at giving gifts, and then I, you know, I probably could, didn't hide my disappointment sometimes being a <laughs> present receiver. And then, um, and then, but they really upped their game. In like, uh, they've been nailing gifts. Was it was it like the Office episode where you gave like an iPad, an iPod into the Secret Santa, and they were all like sticking to the twenty dollar limit? No, we didn't. We didn't do Secret Santa for family, but uh, um, well, recently for my birthday, Mum got me a little uh, car vacuum, which was quite good. Oh, yeah. See, practical, usable gifts are much better, mm. and I feel that's the problem with Chris Kringle, like particularly if you have like Office ones, because they're very generic gifts, so you end up with like heaps of mugs. 
um, chocolate is not like a personalized gift. Chocolate's good in the sense that, you know, at least you oh, yeah, always eat it. Uh, mine probably won't last a day or so. Yeah. It's very hard. There's a block of chocolate that was gifted to Annalise sitting in the fridge at the moment. I have to look at it like every day. It's cookies and cream, milky bar, and it's one of my favorites. Mm, that's, that's, it's much, definitely much easier in that sense. Not, li- yeah, living alone because I just keep things out of the house that I know I'd definitely eat. Because yeah. uh, if it's here, I will eat it. I think at any given time, I probably have seven or eight different types of confectionery that are in the house. Wow. It's excessive. And I don't bring them in, I'll just finish them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call me the closer. <laughs> I think it drives out because it'll just stare me in the face that it's someone else break and I'll sit down on my episode and just end up scoffing the whole thing. It's like when they say, you know, like, are there this this um block of chocolate? That's like nine servings or eight servings. Like, no, it isn't. That's like one, two at best. Yeah, exactly. Two is so many babies I've had dinner and other sweet stuff and I'm feeling sick. Well, you can't just have a line, a line of four blocks. Sorry, no, four squares in a block. Yeah. No, sorry, you know what I mean. Four squares in a line. Is it like eight lines in a block? I don't know how many. It'll be roughly eight or ten or yeah, something. I normally eat them too quick to cut. <laughs> it's just, I just consider it one piece. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, why did you put it in a single serve if you don't want me to? Mm. I mean, you know, family family share pack, that's just trying to shame us. You know, yeah. eating a whole family share pack. Yeah, what if I am a family? Is it, is it so, yeah, what's your idea of family, bro? Yeah, just because I'm not a nuclear family, I'm just a one family of one. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people these days don't want to have kids. Yeah. They don't want a partner. You just say in that case, are they a family? I feel like they're just rubbing in the face of people who've lost their family in but tragic circumstances like... Mm. Um, Bookcase falling on them. I think the Cadbury, Cadbury or Mars Corporation, whoever it is, has a lot to answer. They do. Inquiring. Shade them and inquiring families and shaming people that eat a whole block of chocolate. <laughs> or a family. Well, what do you think the best chocolate is? Oh, one, I think uh, chocolate, one chocolate only. Uh, I'll go Cadbury. I think it's just so, so good. And But I, did, I would say it's different where you are. Like the Australian and New Zealand Cadbury's taste different to the UK one. Just because they make it locally. I don't know if any other countries do. They probably do. Like I imagine. Yeah, I don't know how far. Well, I don't know if it's in America or not. I think they probably got their own chocolate needs covered. With their uh, gross chocolate. Hershey's. Reese. I don't dislike this. It's, it's interesting. It's definitely like unique. It's just that it smells like vomit. Because um, <laughs> it's got that. Uh, it's got butric acid in it. Which is. Uh, it's a. It's a. But product to kind of keep um, chocolate, la- uh, la- preserve it, and I think to to make it not melt as quickly. But it um, smells like vomit. Yeah, well, that's like those side by side you see, like they're fast food compared to like British and Australian ones. And they'll have like this massive list of all these different ingredients. Mm. And as we have like a handful. It's quite shocking, actually. You sort of you do wonder like what is the need behind having all those extra things in it? Yeah. I mean, maybe they just also had industries that made these things like. The, co- the fructose corn syrups and like maybe that's popular because corn is a big industry yeah. maybe there's it's just lobbies behind the, all these things or maybe companies it's it's very hard to find like unwind things once yeah as well or like guns yeah well it's kind of like i guess vapes yeah i guess even if you look at like alcohol like yeah that came if that was a new product mm. would it get like the same support it does no it, it could easily be like now it's basically it's seen as 
you go out to have a drink. You go on the weekend, have some drinks. You People come over, get have a bottle of wine. Mm. You know, like, not that we necessarily do that, but it's pretty common. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely get more inclined to have drinks on Friday, Saturday. Um, usually too many. Always too many. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then... You know, and people, and also, I, I tend to not like to drive at all if I've had any. So yeah. people will be like, oh, I could go one more. And they're really pushing the limits. Yeah. And it, it is this playing a bit of a numbers game, isn't it? I know, like, if I looked at when I was younger, I probably yeah. underestimated the effect a bit. I think, ever, I think everyone does. Um, I also seem to think when I was younger that if I had a sleep, like, it was all just gone, I was good to drive. Yeah. If it was, like, a two-hour sleep. Definitely think a bit more about, you know, if you've been out to midnight and you've got to go at in the morning that yeah. you're probably still, you could be still over. Yeah. I feel like it's a maturity thing. Like mm. It's probably like being more realistic about the potential. You worry about what consequences. Yeah, what, what like if you, you'd feel very bad if you crashed into somebody's car and killed them in the wall. Yeah, you'd also probably go to jail. Yeah. Which is not ideal. No. It's, it's funny how like your perception of consequences definitely like changes as you get older. Or risk, or even like an assessment of risk. Do you think that's why... You get you worry more as you get older. I'm gonna do because like you realize more of the things that there are to worry about. Yeah. I remember like going on a school camp in like you know, it would have been like pretty like 15 years old, mm. and I remember just like running through the bush. So you got time off from your Macca's job, yeah. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I remember running through like the bush as part of the camp, like on like an orienteering kind of thing. Yeah, it was and, like so- Nanga Bush Camp. Uh, we were yeah. dwelling up, dwelling up. Yeah, that's Nanga, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's where we went for O-Camp at uni as well. Uh, one guy fell into a pit. Man. <laughs> I got wedged between two logs. Clearly didn't assess those risks. I was, in a, uh, I was in, a, in a toga at the time. I lost my brand new shoe. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing chewies though, Shan. No, it was in the pre-shoey days. Pre-shoey, oh, PC. Oh, PS. Sorry, what were you doing down there? Um, they were running through the bush and like, I didn't even consider like the chance of like snakes being in there but it would have been like prime time no whereas like now like I would definitely wouldn't go into a bit like mm, could be snakes there's a good chance if you're running they won't be quick enough to get you yeah I don't know challenge alright are you offering to try and outrun a snake are you sp- uh, yeah I can I feel like I could outrun a snake right. we'll take you down a herdsman were there any snakes in the uh, draft combine <laughs> that we can we can measure their uh, oh they're, they're vertical stats? Stats. Yeah, yeah. leap and twenty uh, to sprint vertical bite. Yeah. Did you watch the new Squid Game show at all? I don't know why I was reminded of this. Like I imagine running through a snake thing. I haven't. No, have you? No, I've been, I've been watching a James Bond like a game show where like they get all they're like in pairs and they can win a million dollars and they have to keep completing tasks. Okay. It's uh, but there's been like two different snake ones they had to measure a boa constrictor <laughs> a, a live one a live one yeah and how's this for like, james bond was there a movie i'll be honest like some of the jobs that look a little bit like uh stretched but yeah they had to measure it boa constrictor there's another one where it was like a massive like tarantula thing that they had to weigh maybe there's guess how much it weighed to answer the question if they got the question right they won money do you feel like a spider could adjust its weight by putting itself in a certain position It'd be pretty hard. It's on like a little plate thing. So even if it moved, the plate's going to... Maybe if it was moving around, it might make it difficult for the uh, snail to settle. But um, they got they got it like close enough where they could work it out. Um, the boa constrictor one was like quite impressive because it cut... Can I try and guess the both of them? Oh, you don't remember? I, I know them, but I feel like without the image, it's hard. Oh, I'll just say a boa constrictor. Are we talking like a big one? 
Yeah. Uh, like length? Like, I'm going to guess um, 2.2 meters. No, that wasn't a bad guess. Thank you. It's 2.55. Yeah. So their options were 1.83, 2.2, and 2.55. Well, like the three options I had to pick from. That was pretty good, yeah. given that I, I didn't um, didn't see it. Yeah. And the guy was like, oh, at first I was I'm very sure it was only 1.8 meters because he was still like, oh, it looks kind of like similar lengths to AMI. Um, but then like once they got the, like, the tape measure and they were trying to do it, it kept squirming. It was quite funny. They kind of like, holding it and then like move it a bit, they move it a bit. As a mobile instructor, can it bite you? Was it more the more the grabby sort of... the? Oh, I, th- I think it's one of those things that could bite, but it's definitely not going to be fatal. It's mm-hmm. more like the kill it, like the potential wrapping. Um, and it seemed like, not tame, but it wasn't. It was just more squirmy than trying to attack them. I think uh, how much would a tarantula weigh? I'm going to say 600 grams. Uh, well, uh, more or less. Less. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, 250 grams? Less. Really? Yeah. They don't weigh much, do they? Uh, 50 grams. 50 grams. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. I guess it's hard with... Have you ever held a huntsman? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think I've like probably put one under a cup and ran away. What, what you probably need is a comparison. It's like a little thing that weighs a hundred grams. I feel if you held that, you go actually like a hundred grams. Like mm, is this probably, peg I have in my hand, like that could be like that'd be like twenty grams. Yeah, or so it'd be like three alone maybe. And I guess they're kind of like spindly. Yeah. So I think though that my theory of the it was putting people. It was it was somehow manipulating his weight. It was some sort of weight cut. <laughs> That you was fasting in the leader. Yeah, and it didn't matter because I had a scale. So I, I deal is a is a weight cutting. So I think like so the approach they went with is they had a scale. There was like little weights, and then so what they did is they tried to get it on the scale, and then they could put the weights to try and see where it balanced. But keeping it on the scale for long enough was challenging. They also had to get it out of the box and kind of lift it out. And then there must be like uh, there must be James Bond movies where there was a spider and one where there was a snake or something. Yeah, I don't know. They had a separate, like one of the other challenges, the lady had to climb like this mega crane, go out on the arm and get it, retrieve a suitcase and then come back. Well, that would have been yeah. terrifying. It sounds like Fear Factor or something. Yeah. It's it's quite funny. So you presume they get like a little bit of guidance because they were told like, oh, you need to find like this street and then you have to find this villa and then there's something in this villa. And the guys like found the house, found the villa, but the door was locked. So they went around the back and climbed the back fence. <laughs> so presumably, like if it was actually the wrong place, the producers would be like, "Oh no, don't go in there." They're just going into somebody's backyard. And they went to climb through a window. But <laughs> they get done for breaking entering. Yeah, it's on you. <laughs> but um, it would add to the James Bond experience. He didn't die. He was taking parts on things. Yeah, like what if he just got arrested earlier in the episode for yeah. breaking enter or something? That would ruin the movie. Mm. But um, yeah, so that there are like more extreme challenges in there as well. But the first one, they had to hike for like eight hours. Wow, to get to the like, and so they had to find like this part of the ocean where there was like something hidden in the water. And I said to, the, I was like, oh, like if you took a wrong turn early, you wasted like <laughs> you can't really backtrack it. So like, presumably, like I said, there's got to be like a bit of direction given to or something somewhere. But what do you call those things where it's like um, orienteering or you know those things where you do the it's like the basically the local version, like say at school you do it like an amazing race where it's like the yeah, that was orienteering. They had those little stamp things, uh, kind of like where they like give you clues to go to the next thing. Oh, that's like the rally. Yeah, those. Yeah. Anyway, I remember we did did one of those at Rodnest on uh, talking about camps as well, our year six camp, and my friend and I like it said to go to a, a lighthouse, but we ended up pedaling to the lighthouse on the other side of the island. So we got like about halfway, we're like. 
this doesn't seem right. They wouldn't have us come all this way. And we'd gotten, we'd been riding for like 20 minutes. And it was like, no, that's not it. And so we, <laughs> it felt silly. But um, yeah, I think we, we kind of went off. We got sort of put off track by one of the clues. And then that, that like, oh, Fala house seemed logical at the time. And then we were like, no, we can't. I couldn't, couldn't have had old kids ride. You would have seen more people on the way. Mm. I think it was getting dark. <laughs> sure. Uh, do you feel like geocaching is kind of like the new orienteering? Yeah. Uh, the only thing I, I I worry about with that is if you're looking for it and it didn't exist, I, w- I would like it to definitely be geocaching. Is it a known that? Is it known that there's like people that fly? Yeah, well, you know, like what is tricks? It's, some people might take them. Oh, so you, you know, like to leave a little trinket there for. Yeah, but also just say a kid found it and didn't know what it was. Or a bird took it, yeah. or or um, a boa constrictor. <laughs> anyway, well, I would just hate to know um, we're at this park and you're looking for a thing and it's not there. Imagine that. It's like it's be quite a little bit like a James Bond thing. You've floated, gone out to the ocean. Somewhere here is the thing we're looking for, and you're in the wrong ocean. In a, I've never done it, but it does sound like you're in Frank Ocean instead of Pacific. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be in Frank Ocean. That's uh, true. Mm. That's when that way. Mm. More of a Indian yeah. Ocean kind of guard? Yeah. A Southern Ocean. I don't think it gets enough cred. Yeah. We need a list of oceans. No one mentions it. So pick a favourite ocean. Um, well, there's and the... And the sea, like an actual ocean. The Atlantic, the North Atlantic. Pacific. The Pacific, the Indian, the uh, Southern. Is the Antarctic... Oh, is there an Antarctic Ocean? Uh, oh, there's definitely a... Um, let's uh, Let's get up the oceans... I think we've got most of them there. Oceans. Oceans 11? I am for the world. I think there's seven or is there six? Um, looking up of the world. Here we go. So we've got the Atlantic, the Indian, oh, the Arctic. We didn't have that one, I don't think. The Atlantic. Oh, so the Atlantic is considered one, apparently. The Indian, the Pacific, the Arctic, and the Southern. So there you go. You were more or less right. You said Antarctic instead of Arctic. Arctic, yeah. So they they, they say North Atlantic and South Atlantic, North Pacific, South Pacific, Indian and Southern. Look, it really just depends on which uh, site you go here. Anyway, it's all one ocean in reality, isn't it? Uh, it's all connected. Would you, if you were about to date somebody and you found out they didn't know all the oceans, is that a beige flag for you? Like, in the sense, do I know them? I don't know if the other person didn't. Yeah, but do we say that I would be someone like, if I oh, don't, no, 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 like, okay, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is that would I pass that test if you're asking someone else about me? Like, are you saying, are you declaring that I'm an ocean knower or a non ocean knower? I'm declaring you an ocean knower. I'm more or less near, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, I thought it was quite impressive. Thank you. But like, uh, tell all the girls you know then. Yeah, <laughs> should we put it on your bumble? I know the oceans. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I was like, what would... It was probably like a really weird segue, actually, but... No, I wouldn't say that would be the most ba- the biggest flag ever, but... Uh, yeah, no, so not like... So, you know how, like, red flags, like, yep, don't go there. Isn't it like a fairly basic knowledge? I would have thought, but... I would have only known, like, maybe Atlantic and Pacific, I reckon. Mm. Not even the one that we have, the Indian... No, oh, really? So yeah, that's like I never like I know country names, but I never bothered with oceans. Okay, um, I don't think I could necessarily find things on a map particularly well. That's what globes are for. 
I think um, we're going to have to break up. Oh, so that was a beige flag. It turns out. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the James Show. The show. <laughs> the show where you listen to me talk to myself for the next half an hour. About nothing but oceans. Uh, but in the scheme of things, okay, if you do have red flags, which are the extreme ones, mm. what would be a beige flag for you? So it's like something that's kind of like, yeah, it's a little bit weird. But um, um, you may like, no, I don't know, like uh, if they used an Android phone. <laughs> oh, you don't have the blue. Well, it is funny though because they are bringing out a new interface between Google and uh, and iOS yeah. that converts them all to blue. I think they still want to show us green, but they can. Oh, it's like blue in reality. They can all be in like the group so, chat thing together. Yeah. Okay. So new, yeah, a new texting. So they still want to out the person. Yeah. They, they're, they're still shaming them. <laughs> My text shaming them, but it's funny. Like, I, what was it you that was telling me about? An article where they were saying, like, some people wouldn't date somebody that didn't have an iPhone? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the X. Yeah. Like, so, I don't, honestly, I don't really care, but I, I do. It's, it's. I don't know. I've always had an iPhone since the beginning. I did. Yeah. So it just, uh, just kind of got in early for my, uh, you know, but, brand loyalty yeah. or... There's definitely pros and cons to both. I do like... I do like... The flopper. I do like the safety of not of feeling like you're not going to get hacked as easy. It definitely does feel like, and I do find the apps tend to just work. You don't really get as many crashes. The yeah, the Google App Store can definitely feels a bit hit and miss at times. Yeah, there's all uh, regulation around the apps for better or for worse, but at least they always work. Yeah, you can definitely get some pretty cool, uh, like different phone designs. I really like the idea of like the Samsung Fold Out one. Mm. You can kind of turn it into a little tablet sort of thing. I feel like that's really cool. Could they add like heaps of faults? So you got like an A5 by the time it. No, I don't know. How many folds can you only do a piece of paper? <laughs> and they also brought back the flip phone as well, but it's like flips into a normal one. And then yep. so when it's shut, you got like the little like preview kind of thing. I think it's pretty cool. Bring back the sidekick. Bring back the sidekick. I feel like that could be a name for this uh, yeah. episode. And next week, I want to pick up beige flags again. Beige flags. We've got to go though. Yeah. See you later, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Adios.